Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Stella Ray Herself podcast. I'm actually, well, first of all, how is everybody? How is your week? And let me know. Just like, let me know how you're feeling. You know, how is this week going? Um, it's almost cancer season, so I can't wait to talk about that. But yeah, how has Gemini season been treating you? How is this Gemini season for you? Also, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this and put it, post it on your IG story and tag me so I can repost or tweet it at me so I can retweet you, bitch. A lot of you have been doing that, and it's like, so cool. I was saying this last week, but it's so cool to see like who listens. And um, yeah, it just makes me feel really happy. So do that. Um, also, I'm like a little bit sick, which is really confusing to me because first of all, it's June. What? Who gets sick in June? Like what? <laughs> and also just, I never get sick. And also I didn't even do anything that would make me be like, oh yeah, I got sick. Like sometimes if I travel, I get a little bit of a cold or I don't know if I'm like being stupid, you know, but no, just was living my regular life. (laughs) Like what? I didn't go out this weekend and this is how my body repays me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I had to go to the DMV yesterday, which first of all, why, why do people still go and just wait in line? Like, make an appointment online, and yeah, it still took almost two hours, but that's way faster than it would have been if you, if I hadn't made an appointment. Like, the appointment line was literally me and, like, two other people, and the non-appointment line, like, wrapped around the block. Like, what? Y'all, go online, make a little appointment, and save yourself some time, but also don't, because then maybe <laughs> it won't be as fast for me, but uh, yeah, I actually... Haven't had an ID in, like, I don't know. I think mine's expired in 2015. Like, I've just been, I've always had to use my passport um, because, yeah, isn't that annoying? So, finally got that taken care of. I just really wanted to, like, do all this bullshit. Um, but I was, like, standing there just, like, sick. Like, not super sick. It's just a cold. But you know when it's just uncomfortable and annoying? It was, like, that vibe. And then also, like, a few guys were trying to talk to me, like, at the DMV. Like, I'm just standing there in line, like, on my phone, like, SMH. And also, they were all, like, old. It's like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to chat. Like, I'm literally here to do what I have to do and get the fuck out, you know? Um, so, like, oh, this one guy was like, oh, my God, like when are they going to call my number? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like wipes the snot like out of my nose. <laughs> it was, it wasn't traumatic, but it almost was. Um, <laughs> but today we have a very special <laughs> episode because we are going to be talking about um, insecurities and body image. And I don't know, I wanted to share some of what I've gone through. And I also asked you guys on Instagram to share some of your stories or 
ask questions and we're just going to discuss. And as I always like to say, or as I always should say, I'm honestly just a random bitch and I'm not here to like tell you how to live your life, but I can share my experiences and kind of give you some insights um, as to what I've learned. But the point in me doing these podcasts and talking about stuff, different topics, is to just open up the discussion so we can all talk about it. You know, I'm not like, am I qualified to give advice? Like, I don't know, but I can just like kind of tell you my own thoughts and we can talk about it. So let me know in a comment, especially if you're watching this on YouTube, um, let me know your thoughts on any anything that we talk about and just know that like I am not certified. Like I'm literally a random bitch. So with that being said, <laughs> let's get into the advice. Um, so it can be it can be really hard to just be in this society, especially as a woman because so much value is placed on our external appearance. And the thing is, we're like, we're taught that from, I mean, essentially birth, you know, because that's, this is the society that we grew up in. So we, it's not like we really know anything different. Therefore, it can be so challenging to overcome these issues because it's all we've known. So for example, like stressing about how you look um, spending hours getting ready before like class or like something that you don't necessarily need to do. Or like if someone, you know, just comparing yourself to others, or if someone says something negative about you or something that could relate to you, we take it very personally. And it really hurts because again, so much emphasis and so much of, um, you know, who we are, like our value as people, um, is placed on our appearance. And then Instagram and social media doesn't really make it any easier because there are all of these unrealistic expectations. And I actually just made a video yesterday, if you haven't seen it, it's how to ass fish on IG. And I mean, it's like supposed to be like LOL, but I did kind of want to bring a deeper message into it. Um, well, not really a deeper message, but I did just want to shed light on the fact that like you know, I'm calling myself out. Like I only post pics where I feel like I look popping, you know, I don't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to choose a pic where I don't feel my cutest, but then also it's like, okay, I understand that my Instagram is not a reflection of who I actually am, you know, because first of all, I'm not just a bikini photo. There's so much more to me than that. But then also like my body doesn't always look like that. You know, it depends on the angle. It depends on the time of month. It depends on, you know, even on a, um, I guess, like longer scale. It depends on my diet and exercise. Uh, it depends on how much I ate that day. Just there's so many factors. So I think it was also a reminder for me to, you know, realize that my body's always changing. <clears throat> I mean, even like for me, sometimes I'll look at pics and be like, wow, like, like I compare myself to myself, but it's like, that's not me. That's Instagram me. Like, wow, like, did my butt get smaller? Like, why does it look so good in that photo? And now I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck? It, it was a good angle. It was a good day, you know? Um, <laughs> so that, yeah, it's like, how do we distinguish between, how do we have fun on IG? Because I hate people that are like, oh my God 
Okay, that's kind of strong. It's so annoying to me when people are like, Instagram is such a toxic place. Like, it's just horrible. It's like it doesn't have to be that way. Just unfollow people that are – the people that are triggering you. I love – it's just it, – this episode becomes like an Instagram rant about how much I – I'm like defending Instagram. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't have to be that way. So clean up your timeline and follow people that inspire you. Or if, you know, you like following a couple bad bitches, just understand that like it's angles and lighting and stuff. Anyway, I just wanted to emphasize that because I feel like it doesn't have to be like, uh, oh, Instagram's toxic or like it doesn't have to be an extreme, you know? Anyway, (laughs) um, let's get into some of your guys' questions Um, because I feel like a lot of them were very relatable. Like a lot of them, I feel like a lot of us could relate to. Um, and then also thank you so much to everyone who put advice in here because that was really helpful as well. And I'm excited to discuss that. Um, yeah. Okay. There's a couple questions that are like kind of related to this, but I'm just going to read this one. What do you do if you see yourself differently every time you look in the mirror? Like sometimes I think I look so good, but then I look again the next day and I feel so ugly. Um, Okay, so this is something I've definitely dealt with, and especially with the gym and stuff, I feel like that contributes to it a lot because it's like one day, it's like, oh, I feel like I've like lost so much weight, and the next day, it's like, oh, I feel like, you know what, these workouts are really like hitting, like, wow, I look so much thicker than I did before, but it's literally like, your body's not going to change that much over the course of 24 hours, like, it's just not Um, so I think an important thing to keep in mind is that your body image is going to vary greatly from day to day, even like throughout the day, you know, depending on different factors. I know I always feel a lot more self-conscious and insecure, and I'm a lot more likely to be negative towards how I look in my body when I'm like PMSing or when I'm on my period, especially on your period, you know, you're like kind of bloated. Maybe you had abs the week before and now you like have less abs (laughs) or like, I don't know, just, you don't feel like yourself, honestly. Also, this is, I mean, it's related, but kind of unrelated. I saw this tweet that was like, we literally only get like one normal week a month. Do you ever think about that? Cause either you're like ovulating and you're like, just, it's like relaxed or you're like PMSing. It's like relaxed or you're on your period. It's like relaxed. There's literally one week where you're like normal. (laughs) And obviously there's things you can do to like help that and stuff, but whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, so just reminding yourself when you catch yourself thinking these thoughts, remind yourself that it's it's not your body, it's your body image. And it's, you know, so many different things can go into whether or not you're going to be having a negative or positive self-talk towards yourself. Um, and things like, you know, did you get enough sleep? Like, how are you eating? Are you stressed out about something? Like all of these things are going to, are going to really impact that. Um, So I think awareness is a really big thing and that's helped me a lot. And then, you know, mindfulness, awareness, catching yourself and being like, hey, is is this true or am I just like being a little extra right now? Like I need to relax. Like why am I beating myself up? Like I need to chill. Um, So yeah, body image is not, it's not you, it's your body image. Um, Let's see. Something I really want to emphasize, so um, this kind of relates to, like, everything. (laughs) 
I watched this TED Talk, and I don't really watch TED Talks that often, to be honest, but it kind of reminded me that maybe I should. I think what it is, it's like the microphone that they use. Because I swear, every TED Talk I listen to, you can hear every time they're like, like, oh, oh, like, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't really watch a lot of TED Talks. Uh, but I watched this one, and it was actually very... I mean, it's not like they're not helpful or anything, but sometimes, yeah, it's just the, like, ugh, I don't know what microphone they use, but it's too strong. Um, but this TED Talk was by Lindsay Kite, and she talks about body positivity, or it's titled Body Positivity or Body Obsession. And a few things that I found very noteworthy and very applicable, things I'm going to remember, is that, um, you know, so often when we think about body positivity or, like, oh, how do I overcome insecurities and stuff? You know, it's like, oh, everyone's beautiful. Like everyone is beautiful no matter what you look like. Like you look good. You look good. Um, And that's still, it's like, okay, that sounds fine, whatever. Okay, I'll try to think of myself as beautiful. But that still emphasizes your external appearance. So instead of being like, oh, I look good, I look good regardless, think of it in a way that's like, I'm still worthy regardless of how I look, you know, or I still have value regardless of how I look. And therefore, we take away from, um, you know, how, how we look physically and we're putting that value into who we are as people, you know, which is so much greater than anything external. And I thought that was very key. I'd never really heard that before, um, like said that way. And that was really powerful to me. That really spoke to me. Um, and then also something she said was, think of your body as an instrument, like something to be used rather than an ornament, you know, something to just be looked at. And I thought that was also very powerful because it's like, yeah, like I'm here for experience. I'm here for the lulls, like here as in here in this life. You know, we're not just here to like look good, especially look good for others, especially look good for men, you know? And again, going back to like the first thing I said, so much, you know, it's hard because so much of um, who we are, it's like ingrained in this, um, you know, in this society. No, it's like ingrained in us, um, that we are who we look. We are what we look like. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Um, so it can be very hard to go against that. But, oh my God, literally, why is it so loud outside? Keeping it raw and real on the Stellar Ray podcast. Um, and then also, I think having, um, with that, having awareness of the greater context. You know, like, if a guy, okay, so for example, this is um, my personal story time. And also I thought it was funny because this was mentioned when I was like reading my girl gossip, this got brought up <laughs> by the haters. Um, but like my whole life, I've been like skinty. I don't really have like titties, you know, whatever. Um, and especially before, like now I'm on my gym journey. So trying to like build that booty and stuff, but for most of my life didn't really have ass, like whatever. And guys would always comment about it. Like always, like since, mm, probably since like high school, like freshman year. Um, and it would always bother me. And I think that's part of why, like 
I got into the gym and stuff because I was sick of people, especially guys telling me that, you know, I had like no butt and like blah, blah, blah. So what's kind of helped me with that and kind of deal with that and whatnot. And obviously it's like, it's not like I'm cured from that. Like it still bothers me and affects me. Um, But something that's kind of helped is realizing that like our society, you know, it's patriarchy. Okay. And men think men are taught and raised that our bodies are for them and their consumption, you know? So they just feel like they have the right to like comment on our bodies, tell us what we could fix. And usually they're like disgusting themselves, but it's okay because they're men and they're like, oh my God, like at the top. Like, yeah. <laughs> Your opinion is so valuable. <laughs> and, you know, there's the whole men are trash thing and dudes will get so offended by that, but it's like, okay, you need to look at the greater context. It's patriarchy that's trash. Okay. And men are trash. Like, First of all, look at the statistics, sweetie. Sweaty. <laughs> um, but it's it's patriarchy. And so anyway, reminding myself of that, like, okay, this is interesting because I am I've been conditioned to think that like men's opinions about me and my body are the most important. Not my own, men's. And then this guy commenting on my body has grown up and been raised and conditioned by society and media and his, you know, role models or peers even in his life that his opinion of my body, you know, that's the truth. That's like what I need to know. Um, you know, so I think just kind of putting, again, some context over that. And then it's like, oh, like he, this comment doesn't really mean anything. You know, it's just kind of the product of these um, societal structures. And it's like, this isn't about me and my body. You know, that I don't know. That's just helped me a lot because it kind of, it, it doesn't make it as personal. And if someone says something fucked up to you, it's so hard to not take that personally especially if it's about an insecurity that you have been dealing with. Um, but I think just kind of thinking about it like that, I don't know, that's always really helped me. So let me know if you've ever like thought about things like this or if a guy, <laughs> I mean, if anybody, but particularly a dude has ever said anything about you or your body, like how do you deal with that? And have you thought about this? Um, so yeah, it's fucked up. It's disgusting. Like get the fuck out of my face. Um, let's see how to avoid comparing yourself to others and being content with yourself regardless. Yeah. I think just practice mindfulness, you know, I don't think there's like one thing that's going to like cure you, especially because so many um, things, I mean, in capitalism too, like all of these structures are basically designed to like fuck us over, you know, like all of these Think of the beauty industry. Like, they profit off of our insecurities. So in advertisements and media, et cetera, like, they're all going to make us feel insecure because that's how they sell us stuff. That's how they make money. So, again, awareness of that and mindfulness. So, like, practicing it. Reminding yourself when you are feeling insecure, like, oh, what is this uh, a product of? Like, what what is this, like? what are the roots of this? What is the greater context? (laughs) 
And that can be really hard to do, especially when so much emotion is involved. But again, practice, meditation, it all comes back to that. Um, But yeah, something else that helps me, it's so hard to not compare yourself to others, especially like on Instagram, but even like in real life and stuff. But um, I think what's cool is that we're all different. And an example I heard, I forget where, but it's like even if you look at all the like top models or the top IG models, I was going to say thoughts, but like I can only really say that about myself. Um, They all look different, you know, and sure there may be, they may all have a specific body type or like they all kind of might look kind of the same, but they all kind of look different. And, you know, just reminding yourself that like, I don't know, I, I really do find this to be more and more like, I don't know. I feel like I believe this more and more the older I get. It's like you're like, we're all so unique in your own personality and even what you look like and everything. No one else has that. And I think that is so cool. And it's like, you might as well start practicing how to love that and how to appreciate yourself and your own uniqueness. And, you know, just being your own best friend um, rather than wasting time, like hating it. And again, it can be very hard, especially when there's emotions involved, especially insecurity and whatnot. But it really is a practice, something that we have to work on every day. And again, it is hard because there's so much that's like against us. It doesn't want us to feel that way. Because like literally imagine if everyone was like confident and like loved themselves, who would make money? What would the beauty industry do? And like obviously it's not like people are just doing makeup and stuff because they're insecure. Like... I hate when people are, ew, ew, I hate guys that are like, I hate makeup, it's like, shut the fuck up, no one cares what you think, okay, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) quotes from the Stella Ray herself podcast, (laughs) work, uh, yeah, um, someone asked, um, wait, 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 I forget where it was, oh, here we go, how to accept your fed body. I only like my morning body, so I undereat to maintain it. And then someone else uh, said, overcoming the fear of bloating. Okay, so I definitely um, dealt with this like in high school. And I think what really can help with this is food combining and eating the right foods. Because now like, I just remember, especially in the HCLF days, like, I would be so bloated after every meal. So I, like, it's like I wouldn't, I don't know, if I had to go somewhere or something, it's like I wouldn't want to eat before because I just knew I'd be so bloated and uncomfortable and, like, not the type of bloating that, like, goes away. Like, I would be bloated for hours. Oh, my God, I can't believe I did that for so long. Um, but now, it's like, obviously, if I eat certain foods, like, it won't happen to the ex- extreme that it was before but I'll be like bloated and like it's like a SMH like I look like I'm pregnant which is like that's normal especially if you eat like again certain foods are just a lot of food a lot of fiber um but yeah now after a meal it's like my stomach will be flat and I think a lot of that is just due to eating the right foods and chewing enough and staying hydrated So just kind of look into that. And for me, acupuncture really helped with that. But you can kind of just look if you, if that's not something you're interested in or, you know, insurance doesn't cover it, which that's like so fucking annoying and scam insurance as my friends and I like to say. Um, 
you can just look up like Chinese medicine foods and stuff. And I don't know, it's just so helpful. And that really helps a lot because you need food to survive and to live your best life. Like truly, like you're not living your best life if you're hungry, if you're like under eating, you're just, you're not going to be able to be your best self. Um, so just look, eating the right foods, you know, like you shouldn't feel uncomfortable after every meal. You shouldn't, you know, feel like you gained a hundred pounds because you didn't. It's just like your stomach. It's just gas in your stomach, you know, from not eating the right foods or eating too much, um, fiber or whatever. Um, so yeah, just make sure you're eating enough y'all because you're really missing out on your best life if you're not. Anyway, <laughs> let's look. I'm so scared of the gym and men, but I want to start working out. Dude, it's rough. Um, it took me a long time to like really, I don't know, even still, it's like if I first get to the gym, I'm like, depending, it really depends on who's there, but like, I'll be uncomfortable. <laughs> Luckily, it's like, okay, so what helped me is I would always go to the gym. Like, when I was first going, I would always go with friends. And that made it so much better because you kind of just feel, like, more comfortable. Um, You feel like not everyone's looking at just you. And the thing is, like, nobody really cares. Even, like, the gym bros, like, they, they DC. So what helped me is going, again, going with friends, but then just, like, almost putting up a wall and that's not the best thing to do tbh but it really helps especially if you feel like scared (laughs) it's very intimidating um putting in your music honestly wearing like a hat and just like pretending no one's there like literally the fake it till you make it method um i literally remember there was this was like two years ago Um, It was like the end of 2017. I was like finally starting to be comfortable going to the gym by myself, but I was still like, I definitely put up like walls and was like just very to myself, like didn't want to look at anybody, like hat, music, like et cetera. Um, And I remember there was this like kind of old guy. I think he was like a retired, I don't know, like he was in the military or like a retired cop or something. I don't know. He was like very... I don't know. I feel like he like talked to a lot of people. He was very outgoing, but something was like kind of, I don't want to say off, but it was like, it was like, okay, chill. Like just take it down a notch. But he would always like kind of try to talk to me and I didn't get like a weird vibe, but I was just like, leave me alone. Like I'm not here to talk. Uh, but he like we say hi, whatever. I would see him like all the time. So one time he came over to me when I was doing like hip thrusts, I think. And he was like, wow. Yeah. Like this dude was talking to me the other day and he was like, oh my God, that girl's such a bitch. Like she is so full of herself. And I was like, no, like she's just really focused in the gym. Like I am honestly proud of her. And I was like, oh, like that's so interesting. Um, so I think just having a resting bitch face and honestly just not looking at anybody, it can really take you a long way. <laughs> but I just thought that was like, first of all, that's just funny that that would happen, but also that he would like tell me. And then that was when I realized, like, oh, I'm kind of, like, putting up this, like, wall around me because I just don't want any guys to harass me. Um, But now it's, like, whatever. Like, I don't care. Now I'm, like, oh, what are you going to do? Bitch. And that just comes with time and practice. So the force yourself method, the putting up walls method, the music and hat method, that can all help a lot. And just start going with, like, friends or, like, 
if I was back home, I would make my sister go with me. Like, yeah. But I don't know. You just get so used to it. And now it's like the gym is such a safe space for me. And you just, again, with practice and stuff, you just kind of realize that no one's really going to talk to you. Like the amount of times that someone's tried to talk to me versus like when they don't, it's so small. Now, usually guys will like come up to me and ask me about my nails. They'll be like, oh, how do you work out with those? And I'm like, oh, the hope and pray method. And they're like, oh, yeah, I feel it. <laughs> uh, I'm like sweating so much right now. I'm wearing a um, floor hoodie and also it's like hot outside. Um, let's see. Uh, thanks to everyone that said they love my podcast. I don't sleep, so I look tired all the time. There's nothing I can do about it. It's my job. Um, I feel like I would need more context, but I would say just, like, get invest in a good concealer, like a Miss Fenty. Um, I don't know if it's in your budget, but under-eye filler can go a long way. <clears throat> um, what else? I think, like, using a jade roller can help with puffiness under your eyes. Um, and I know there's certain foods that will, like, decrease that and staying hydrated and also just like you know sleep is important it's important literally biggest red flag i mean i know this is not applicable to this situation but it just i just thought of it when people are like i'll sleep when i'm dead like the grind never stops it's like okay good luck not being successful (laughs) like you know those motivational tweet tweet why was i gonna say tweet accounts those motivational twitters and it's just like, oh, I hate that so much. Okay, anyway, someone's advice is I tell myself that my insecurities are a look. Pimples, thick thighs, little titties, a look, sis. Yes, honestly. And uh, I think even like vocalizing your insecurities can kind of like make them go away sometimes. Like if you're with your friends and you're like, oh my God, like this pimple is so annoying then hopefully if your friends are like good friends, they'll be like, oh my God, I feel you. Like, yeah, like you'll kind of have it validated and you're like, oh, I guess other people can relate. It's not that big of a deal. But it it depends on the situation. It's not a one size fits all. It's like, make sure you have the right demographic. Otherwise you'll, you might have to work on feeling good more. (laughs) You might have to, you might have to deal with feeling worse after. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Yes, this is good. Someone says not tying how you look to your identity. And that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, yeah, we're not who we look. And that's why so many people have such a hard time, especially women, like getting older and stuff. I mean, like think of like, I mean, everyone, you know, like think of a classic midlife crisis. It's like because our identities are tied to who, well, I guess I'm like in my prime right now, but like people's identities are tied to who they were when they were younger and they're not that anymore. You know, they're older, they look different, their body's different. Um, and they freak the fuck out. So I think just knowing that like you, the observer, like your soul, (laughs) that is like a constant, but your external appearance, your looks, like everything, that's all going to change. I'm like really, I really try to practice that because I'm like, I do not want to experience that. I don't want to be fucking sad just because I don't look how I did like when I was like 20. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
Masturbating is self-love. Yes. Adam and Eve, use my code Stella for 10% off. I don't get any commission from that, which, like, I'm kind of upset because that'd be great. <laughs> Fuck. Let's see. Someone just says, do you smoke cigarettes? Do I look? <laughs> that's, a, that's a no. <laughs> don't compare your chapter ones to someone's third book. Yes. Figure out if you have food intolerances. Yes. Fake it till you make it. Yes. Y'all had really good advice in here. Someone just says, I need advice. Okay. Okay. Uh, there was no, like, follow-up. Like, that's it. Um, okay. Yeah. A lot of these are kind of, like, I feel like I would be repeating myself. But thank you so much to everyone who asked questions. Um, yeah. I. A lot of people are asking about balance. So I guess the last thing I will say is something I've learned is that your body, again, your body's not going to change overnight. So like if you have a treat or you go out and you get a little wild with some special liquid, alcohol, <laughs> special liquid, ew, um, your body's not going to like change drastically overnight, you know? Like you're allowed to have treats. You're allowed to like indulge. It's really the things you do every single day that are going to like make up how you feel, who you are, and essentially what you look like, you know, even though we're trying to like not focus on that. But I mean, there are things that can be indicators of your health. Like if you're breaking out a lot, if you're like experiencing this, that, whatever, I just say that because it's the most applicable to me, shout out Accutane. Um, but yeah, it's like your little habits every day. So if you're meditating for five minutes every day, that's like great. If you go out on a Friday, fine. Yes. Make a man. Get a little wild. But if you're going out every single day, that's a little like, mm, I don't know about the long-term effects. <laughs> so those are just some of my thoughts. Again, let me know your guys' thoughts on any of these topics or questions. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. And yeah, I'm going to do a very light gym. I would say if you are not feeling good, don't work out. Don't do the force yourself method. But I, I feel like I need, like, a cardio. I need to stretch my legs. Fuck. I feel fine. <laughs> okay. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to screenshot and put it on your story and tag me so I can repost.